Theory Podcast. Boom, what's up, people? Welcome to Creative Theory Podcast, the show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day-to-day is like, what their struggles are, thoughts on our art world, and a lot, lot more. Um, very excited for a conversation with today's guest because I think it's very unique and I, uh, the kind of the form of art that she does is something that I don't know enough about. So I think it's going to be a little learning for myself and uh, uh, everyone listening, I hope. So uh, she's a self-taught textile designer based in Los Angeles, California, and her work is centered in rugs that feel both fun and elegant with a focus on color and texture. Macarena Luzi, thank you for joining. Thank you. So nice to be here with you today. Uh, I'm excited to speak with you. I know, again, uh, as, the, as the pandemic keeps on going, it's all o- over Zoom, but I'm glad we have this opportunity to talk. <laughs> um, I don't know about yourself and how you're trying to keep up kind of the communication with friends and family, but it feels like it's a must. And to me, it feels like podcast is probably the bigger thing these days for most people to kind of <laughs> get some sort of social uh, uh, feeling of interaction, maybe. <laughs> Oh, definitely. I can relate to that, you know, especially like by, um, you know, we're living in LA now with my husband and, you know, distance is a real thing. And because of the pandemic, like you said, Zoom, WhatsApp, uh, Skype, everything, you know, every platform we've been using and especially also, you know, trying to connect with friends and family is so important. So definitely we've been using this <laughs> quite often and yeah. also listening to podcasts, you know, what you do is so important. It's so interesting to listen to other professionals and artists. So, you know, I'm all for it. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. And then uh, I guess you moved to LA recently, but do you, f- one thing I heard and I, I, I don't know, because it's so sprawled out, like you could have friends living I don't know, like an hour drive away, just because generally, you know, when people go to a meetup place, everyone's so far away. Uh, do you, I mean, do you find that as an issue as well? Or is your kind of pocket of friends and uh, acquaintances are all kind of in one area? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I do have, you know, my closest friends in uh, Argentina and Buenos Aires. That's where I'm from. Uh, mm-hmm. But because we've been traveling a little bit, uh, we've, you know, we've connected with so many other people and, you know, like yourself in Vancouver and then here in LA. And we have a lot of friends in uh, Spain because Argentinians, we are either like Italian or Spanish, (laughs) like descent. (laughs) And, you know, because of like things are maybe a little bit crazy in my country, a lot of our friends have decided to pack everything and move to Spain <laughs> so we do have a number of friends in Barcelona actually my dear one of my dearest friends uh, she's moving to Barcelona by the end of the year so I'm excited about having her as well you know over there <laughs> yeah did, did you like being there because you're there was it prior to LA was that the last place because to me it's like when I met you in Vancouver you were here and uh-huh. then you moved to Barcelona I mean you you, you two were just uh, on a big journey that never ended <laughs> well, you know, we we try to adjust our, um, you know, what we're trying to do in our personal life, and you know, besides what we're doing in our uh, professional, you know, in our career, we mm-hmm. we do enjoy traveling, and you know, we try to build our life around that. So we thought, you know, why don't we go to Spain? Uh, we had been there just once uh, when we were like way younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was back in like 2012 or uh, 13. 
And we, we said, you know, why not? We have a few friends that, that are there. Seems like a really nice place. And yeah, we went to Barcelona. I think that was in August, I think uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. And we spent three months. Um, it was a blast. It was amazing. Uh, such a beautiful city. And we, you know, we reunited with friends. And we also got the chance to do a little work there. Um, I had the chance to be in this really nice co-working space. And there was a bunch of different, you know, creatives and designers, architects, um, industrial designers. And I met this really uh, interesting uh, person called Julia Eske. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's uh, from Barcelona and she does... um, object design it it was amazing and I got to meet also one of my like I'm like the biggest fan of Malika Favre I don't know if you um I'm sure you know her work she's a French illustrator and she does uh yeah 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 she does amazing stuff and um I was a little bit starstruck I have to say (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah I've seen this work yeah that's amazing yeah yeah you know her yeah So that's a really nice thing about, um, uh, you know, the, the trips that we did with my husband, uh, mm-hmm. Sebastian, you know him. <laughs> of course, of course. Got, uh, uh, got we the we had a chance to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Which I uh, re-listened to the other day. It was really, really fun. Uh, I'm, I really I'm, liked I'm, it. I'm glad I finally got you. It's about time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so... Uh, 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 sorry, I didn't interrupt you there for a second, but it seems like so because it seems like through being in different places and being out and also meeting these new artists, were you conscious of how that was affecting your artwork or was it something that was uh, subconscious in a way you created in a different place? Oh, it was 100% um, something that I was, you know, trying to take advantage of, if, you know, in the good way, like, you know, I'm here, I'm meeting these people. Uh, you know, I'm self-taught, like you said, so everything is very new to me and every um, difficulty that arises, I try to solve not only, you know, by myself because I don't have the tools, you know, necessarily. Uh, so by meeting these people, I'm in awe of their talent and what they're doing. And I'm trying to, in these like collaborations, um, try to get, you know, out from it the most that I can. And with Malika, it was amazing because I was just like fangirling and uh, listening to her story (laughs) and everything that she did. And so inspired by her. So in that process, I was like, okay, you know, I can learn so much from you. (laughs) And and then from that interaction and a few others, uh, this opportunity came where, you know, she wanted me to uh, bring to life one of her illustrations Mm -hmm. Um, so that was an amazing opportunity for me because you know that brings me knowledge and it helps me you know in my practice uh, I get more confident with what I'm doing you know and I'm trying to like put things out there that you know speaks truth to me and also by working with somebody you know, like Malika, that she's so talented and so well known. It's like, okay, it's bringing me, um, you know, relevance in some sort mm-hmm. of way <laughs> totally. to what I'm doing. <laughs> and then uh, do you, 
I guess maybe along the subject, do you uh, try to, well, the world re relevance, are you trying to seek it out in a way? And do you, when you mean re relevance, you mean like in the kind of art industry, the art world, is that what you mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just like it, yeah. trying to make things that are um, important to me, you know, like mm -hmm. I see value in this and I hope other as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, before, I guess, before we keep going for people listening, I mean, I should, should drop this at the beginning, but so Macarena Luzi is, so you can look her up while we're chatting here on Instagram, Tumblr, and mm -hmm. her website, all, uh, all the same. So Macarena, uh, L-U-Z-I, uh, I mean, gorgeous work, beautiful colors and shape design. Uh, it's very exciting. I don't know, really appealing to see. Uh, one thing, the, the way I wanted to start this conversation, although it's already keep going, but to me, the big question was, it seems like you've only started, uh, I think, from what I understand, you've started recently um, on this journey of uh, creating textile art, but it seems like you you must have had strong visual aesthetics and eye, like your eye, your taste for color and shape. It must have been developing all along. Do you, do you feel like you worked on it prior to starting on this uh, kind of new chapter? Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, well, honestly, you know, my my journey has been um, informed by a lot of the things that I've liked, you know, uh, all throughout my life, but not necessarily uh, it was rooted in like my academics. Um, I am 100% self-taught. Uh, I went to school for a different career. Like I uh, went to business school and culinary arts mm -hmm. uh, I worked in that field for a long time until I felt like you know I wasn't reaching um like happiness you know like uh mm -hmm. <laughs> cooking yeah. cooking and the restaurant business is very different um the very industry intense. is very very intense you know the the wages are very low and it's a very much uh, a male driven uh industry Mm -hmm. And I was always driven by creativity and I have always enjoy making things with my hands, you know, like um, mm -hmm. my mom is a fashion designer. So I was surrounded by, you know, her, her work and going to her like workshops where they were, you know, she was designing and they were producing, you know, the, the, the dresses she does like wedding dresses and like party dresses. Um, so I was always like very interested um, in, uh, you know, in different um, things related to fashion and maybe, uh, you know, I drew a little, but, you know, I wasn't yeah. like a big illustrator. <laughs> uh, but, you know, something about my journey is that I, I wish I had done that before, but, you know, I didn't feel that uh, I would be able to work, you know, as an artist. <laughs> What made you think so that? Because you're surrounded by, by artists, right? Why, why did you feel like that? I am. Yeah. I guess it's just like an insecurity, you know, something personal that I wasn't um, able to, you know, solve in that moment where I, you know, finished high school and it was a time where I had to decide, you know, okay, what do I want to do for a living? Uh, so I <laughs> kind of like merged like uh, a creative uh, endeavor like cooking you know and everything mm -hmm. related to that 
and business because you know you have to make money and you have to do something to sustain yourself right (laughs) (laughs) but I was always interested in like the creative field and like design uh, graphic design all of my friends are graphic designers uh I've had (laughs) ex-boyfriends that were uh you know graphic designers musicians my brother is a musician uh it just took me a little bit longer for me I guess to actually dive in and decide to to you know make things uh (laughs) and try to be a designer (laughs) yeah it's quite fascinating it sounds amazing that you were surrounded by so many people who I imagine you could kind of see how their artistic path uh kept going and if they had a good livelihood or not with it, right? So you must have had a lot of reference points for what uh, like an artist's life could be, right? For sure. So many of them. Yeah, yeah. And then, I just decided and then, like, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I just decided that, you know, I could make a, a mix of like, you know, business and creativity and something around that. And then I just saw that, you know, it, it's not a good mix for me. <laughs> yeah. But in the same time, though, uh, I'll be I'm very curious because you went through uh, this other career and you're working on another one right now. uh, One thing that's generally missing from uh, most freelance solo artists that I see and something that all artists have struggled with is the business side. Uh, That's generally I think it's preventing many artists from having maybe a more successful or more well-rounded kind of career in a way that could create create comfortable living right do you feel like Mm -hmm. do you do you already see yourself implementing all these skills you've had in uh, in the past into your current practice it's definitely a work in progress you know like business side I'm still learning even though I went to school for business (laughs) Uh, funny enough you know it's not the same running a restaurant that you know having a this type of endeavor you know what I'm doing with textiles and carpets and rugs um Mm -hmm. it is something that I'm trying to articulate like you know my vision with um what my clients are looking for and trying to be um you know efficient with my time and the money that I am investing in um trying to create a product that speaks to me but also is attractive to people who are you know reaching out to me um Mm. it is difficult uh being in LA (laughs) definitely it is one of you know the most expensive cities out there um so yeah and you know the creative industry has its way so I'm still trying to define um you know my project and making it sustainable for sure it is a process i have to say <laughs> yeah i think anytime you uh, perceive something that is a solo voice um it's got a lot of risk but also a lot of reward right if it works then you get to i mean you're doing what you love i think it's just a matter of getting into a pace that supports you you uh in the way that you want right definitely yes yes and you know like you said uh, this is something that i've been doing for a short period of time it's been like almost two years um see i can't believe it like, people like <laughs> like people look at her work and then like listen to it it doesn't make sense that's why um, i was kind of amazed like you have a strong strong sense of what you're going for it's, and you said you drew previously but it's just interesting that um yeah it's in you and uh, i'm glad you're doing it because yeah if that's how far you got in two years uh, I can't imagine how far you're gonna go you know next five is gonna be amazing 
Well, I, I appreciate you saying this. That's <laughs> definitely where I'm putting my focus in. <laughs> uh, good. It's good that, you know, it, res it resonates uh, to people out there. Uh, it's showing. But definitely, it's... you know, I'm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I'm truly trying to work on is like being focused and, you know, defining objectives and trying to stick with that, you know, my scheduling, um, my design process and, trying to have control of what I'm doing mm -hmm. that it's kind of weird to say it out loud, but <laughs> you know, it's my endeavor, but at the same time, there's so many factors out there, you know, like balls in the air that I'm, I'm trying yeah. to, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, keep myself as organized as possible, being patient with myself and, you know, everything that brings me frustration, you know, try to <laughs> repurpose that energy and, you know, keep going and, yeah what's been uh what's been your recent frustration if you can I don't know, name one oh for sure you know at, at first um though there were so many uh technical difficulties regarding like the actual medium and the machine that i use and you know there's not a lot of material out there so i relied heavily on you know youtube and uh, internet mm -hmm. googling everything and yeah. trying to reach out with so many other people that are doing this and trying to gather you know as much information as possible um right now after almost two years i can say that you know all that side um even though of course you know i'm not perfect and sometimes i mess up uh <laughs> i think that i've tried to you know get better at that so it's not really 100% my number one difficulty uh, but you know since I am not a graphic designer and I'm still learning a lot and you know relying on friends and even you know Sebastian my partner he's so instrumental in you know my development um, mm -hmm. I'm still trying to you know be consistent and be patient with myself and put all of my energy and everything that I'm trying to create in this, you know, design process. Um, so it's just pretty much working with myself, uh, yeah. which sometimes it is pretty difficult because <laughs> I haven't sure. been in like a, you know, in a studio with other people where I'm sure you can like, um, you know, ask questions. And if you're stuck with something, you can, you, you know, sit down and ask for help. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that's something that I would uh, like to do eventually. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> is, is there such a thing? Do you, have you seen studios where it's full of textile artists or um, is it more rare? Well, when we were in Barcelona and I was sharing studio with um, some other professionals, um, there was this um, animator and 3D artist that was collaborating with um, this girl that I told you, Julia, she's an, yep. an industrial designer. And they were working together in this incredible um, piece of furniture that he designed. And she was like collaborating with the textile part, you know, with the, cool. with the design. Yeah, it, it, they, he created this like flower pattern pattern. Mm -hmm. And she was developing, you know, uh, different trials, you know, with different uh, fabrics and they were laser cutting um, the, these flowers. And, you know, she was in this whole process. I was lucky enough to see it <laughs> firsthand. Wow. Mm -hmm. And yeah, even though, you know, they, they come from different backgrounds, I did see that collaborate, collaboration and it was very inspiring to see that, you know, 
blossoming. (laughs) That's something that's so hard to find the right blend. But if it happens, it's so great. Uh, You know how like there's many artists who are great, but sometimes um, the chemistry may not be there. But when it works, it's got to be so satisfying. I'm I'm looking for that myself. I don't know about you. I mean, you've done many collaborations by now, it seems like. For sure. (laughs) I I did a few collaborations. some collaborations I reached out to the artists um, like Anu um, and I'm going to butcher her last name, Kilpalainen, something like she's from Finland. Uh, <laughs> she's an incredible artist and um, I was a big fan of her work and I reached out to her and said, you know, I'm in awe with what you're doing. I would love to be able to chat with you mm-hmm. and maybe do something together. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like those type of like emails are the best because <laughs> it they spark, you know, conversations and bring opportunities. And she mm. was kind enough to, you know, reach out to me and said, yes, let's do something. And we ended up creating this rug with uh, her illustration. That's it one was with the horses, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, quite dynamic. And it's uh, it seems like a... a, a must have been a challenge, like a step forward for you to work small, like smaller shapes like that, right? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely challenging. When we were talking about like technical difficulties, uh, this one, you know, it, it was a big challenge. Uh, I'm very happy with the result, but um, at first I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is going to look good. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out great. <laughs> Thank you. It feels playful uh, uh, to me. That's That's the feeling I get out of it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was something that we were discussing. It's nice th- to see that, you know, uh, we we achieved that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, does being, because you mentioned LA is expensive, does being in LA, um, I mean, we're in a weird situation with COVID, so it's kind of hard to tell, but do you see benefits of working specifically out of the, that city instead, you know, let's say out of kind of back home or even Barcelona or Buenos Aires? Do you see what that gives you with low location? Yes, yes, definitely. That was something that we had discussed with uh, Sebastian, like what's our next next step? Where should we go? And LA was a big part of our decision in that sense where we saw that, um, you know, it's a huge city. It's very vibrant. There's a lot of things happening. And I thought that, you know, it could be a good opportunity for me as I'm starting to be in a place where, there's so many things happening and mm-hmm. uh, of course it's really expensive. So you have to be able <laughs> to sustain, you know, yeah. keep, keep up with that. You know, I'm happy that I am able to, you know, share expenses with somebody and not like by myself. I don't know if I would be able to, mm-hmm. you know, sustain the business and pay all of the things that we're paying for right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's definitely a challenge, but also by being local, I've, I've been, you know, having conversations with people and like a few photographers, you know, that have reached out to me and vice versa, you know, being able to uh, work with great photographers that for me, it's key because, you know, I'm making a product, but then I have to show it. Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> and yeah. it's a very big, big and important part of my work. And also a few small companies that have reached out to me, and, you know, maybe a few collaborations are on the way. Uh, I'm pretty excited <laughs> to see if, you know, they, they come to fruition. 
but yeah, it's something that I'm very excited to to pursue and actually work with locals. Mm-hmm. That, that, that'll be very exciting. And I think it's like, I wonder, while, you know, at the same time, the city is expensive, I, I also hope that there's people with more expendable income that would be, you know, would have the opportunity to invest or not invest, but, you know, purchase uh, yes. some, some of your work because hopefully, you know, there is expendable income. Um, in, in some ways it could be a win-win. I, I can really see that because otherwise, you know, if you lived in a city that's, um, you know, maybe cheaper, more affordable, um, maybe it would be harder to get your work out there for, oh, for the value sure. that it is, right? Because of the hours that go into it. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's time consuming, you know, and like you well said, you know, if I were to stay in Argentina, in, in Buenos Aires, I wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, get things done how I'm being able to do it here, you know, even like to start personal projects, you know, being there, you know, it's, I love my country, but you know, there's not a lot of opportunities. It's pretty yeah. harsh. The economy is like in the gutter right now. So it's definitely um, challenging, but also an opportunity to be here in LA and, you know, putting it simple, there's more money here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so you know true. it's expensive but there's opportunities yeah uh, I, that that move uh definitely makes sense so then okay uh, maybe something i was wondering about so if like covet or not do you see yourself staying in la longer just to make sure that you do establish yourself and this uh kind of this career path uh or originally were there plans to keep moving around for you That's a great question. Yeah, we thought of LA as a three-year period, um, oh. and we're sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, unfortunately, maybe things with COVID are not uh, the best. Uh, but you know, the 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 world keeps moving, and we're all trying to you know do our best and keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And maybe last year was not you know the the most. Um, I don't know how to put it. Like there was not a lot of projects happening last year. <laughs> Definitely. Mm, yeah. It was a slow year for me. I did do a bunch of cool things, but you know, this year has started out uh, more, more um, busy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really exciting to see, you know, like I, I did this really um, fun collaboration with an, another French illustrator called Agatha Singer. Mm-hmm. And we did, this um flower rug uh, with her illustration and that you know brought me some exposure and in two weeks I had like seven or eight projects in line that wow. that was like a very yeah that was a big boost and I wasn't expecting it <laughs> I was definitely happy with what I, what we made with Agate and mm-hmm. I definitely saw how you know this year started off in a different way of course than last year 2020 Yeah. And, you know, that, that brought me into a few other collaborations and also uh, client work that I'm pretty excited about. It's amazing. That piece you're talking about, I, I love how um, the silhouette is quite broken. It's an interesting shape overall. I like how in that piece you're, uh, I think, something you used to do in the beginning, but you've played with depth or the height. Of oh, it. yeah. <laughs> and that I think that's all very effective when you see the way the light casts. So and, and even like to the point, like you're saying, how the way you photographed it over the chair, that's all. I mean, in some ways, the fact that it brought you so much work, it's interesting to see kind of all these things kind of coming together to 
make a, a it's like a successful um, like imprint on I don't know people seeing your work right that's so satisfying to hear yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean it all yeah. works so well and then so actually I'm kind of curious about this one so because you're getting more commissions and this was a collaboration are you mm-hmm. do you continue to collaborate with the same uh, designer if you know the clients are saying they want a similar design pa- or are you starting to kind of take the style and uh, develop it further yourself honestly I'm doing both nice. <laughs> I'm nice. keeping busy <laughs> you know as as I'm starting you know I'm not shying off of any opportunity any commission any collaboration of course it has to make sense for me and what I like to do and where I like to push forward with, you know, what I'm doing in my brand, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we've had uh, conversations with Agate and we'd like to, you know, do other pieces and actually offer to clients, you know, these um, collaborated pieces for um, people that liked it and would like to have that same one for their home and, or maybe with some, you know, difference in colors or shapes but that would be amazing to keep doing that for sure mm-hmm. and I'm also excited about making uh, designs of my own and I do have you know some projects that I'm working on right now uh, so it's all pretty exciting you know like I'm new I'm I the thing about me is like I want to make 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 yeah. and try to what I'm doing um, um, you know if I'm happy with that and I keep growing my practice eventually what I'm doing will bring me to other, you know, exciting projects on the future. I just want to make stuff, you know. <laughs> I can hear the kind of the excitement and the hunger in your voice. So it's, it's very, uh, it's very inspiring and refreshing as well. It's very good. It's cool to, I don't know, talking to people who are very excited about artwork. I think it's kind of fuels you when you'll hear it. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm makes me happy. <laughs> Oh, thank you. You know, I was just talking with Sebastian, like, for me, like making rugs, it's such an extraordinary thing. And it's so out there that just like the novelty of that and like the uncertainty and all of those like questions that I have that I keep trying to answer, that just like fuels me and that, you know, makes me want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, I mean, you're talking about building this uh, farther. What is the... Uh... What is a dream for what your career looks like and the kind of art that you make further down the line? Like, what, are, what is the ultimate goal here? That's a great question. And I'm also in the process of trying to answer. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's definitely a work in progress for me, for sure. Um, something that I've uh, discovered this past year is that the, the time that um, takes me to design a small rug is pretty much the same as the time that uh, takes me to design a huge ass rug. So what I'm trying to do (laughs) now is uh, pushing myself in that sense that, you know, uh, keep making bigger and bigger pieces. Um, I built, well, I had um, a fabricator. uh, She built for me this massive uh, frame that that's where like, that's my canvas. So it, it, you know, it might sound simple, but the bigger, the better, because that brings me more challenges. And also it maybe it it can bring me like opportunities um, for making rugs, not only for like the floor, you know, 
-hmm. it may it might be like a wall piece or like an installation um i i love to like design pieces for like a store you know mm -hmm. you know what's uh, interesting uh, or like yeah sorry go ahead no, no, oh no no on. please go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like you're canadian like you're like me <laughs> yeah go for it <laughs> so polite hey i i'm in search of you but this is something i was thinking about um kind of getting ready for this conversation uh what's interesting about textile art to me is that it can be a, both a household item but it also can be a piece of art well in fact they're both really um but yeah. there is this fine line which i don't know if the artist gets to decide or the public gets to decide but it would be interesting i'm curious to hear your thoughts about on do you see yourself, do you want to see your, your pieces in the gallery setting as a piece of art on a wall, like you mentioned? Do you prefer it to be used like a rug? Where Where's your opinion on this, um, this uh, art form? Yeah, I think they can definitely be both. Um, I'm also in the process of like trying to push myself and try to think outside of the box in that sense, like, yes, it is a household item. And I love that people are like reaching out to me to have something that I made. Like mm -hmm. you have one of my rugs. <laughs> I'm very happy with it. <laughs> Which I, is incredible. And you know, it. if I'm making something that brings joy to other people, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm super happy with that. Um, but I, it's also interesting to me to, to think about something that I'm making that could, you know, exist in a gallery or, you know, in some other environment that, you know, shifts its purpose a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. It's some, something that I'm definitely trying to explore and trying to think what would be like my version of it. Yeah. Um, I don't consider myself as an established artist, artist or something. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> starting. <laughs> yeah. um, but it would be something that I you know, I, I dream about maybe doing something like that for sure. I, I hope it works out. I, I can totally see it going both ways. It's, it, it's just interesting how to create that separation for what the work yeah. looks like, or does it need that separation? I don't know. It's like, it's, it's really, I guess, whatever you choose it to be. Cause I mean, like even sure. the rug, the rug that we got from you, like if we hang it on the wall, it would also look great. So I, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it, it can be both. And by the way, I'm, I'm, this is going to sound like advertising, but it's not, but I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy with the rug that we got from you. Uh, right now it's, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> we have it, uh, as you kind of exit the bedroom, uh, it's sitting right there. I don't know. It, 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 now that I think about it, like it does make me really happy because I think it's a beautiful drop of color. It's, I don't know. It, it's whatever you're doing. It's so great. And it's so soft wow. and there's depth <laughs> and there's height. It's fun. Cause I feel like to have these kind of pieces that are, uh, functional, but also beautiful. That's something that's very challenging in general when uh, decorating a home. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, it's Definitely. cool that there is that opportunity. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, that really, that really makes me happy, and it's like it just makes me want to keep going. So I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep. That's going. where we're aiming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, it would be cool to see you uh, do these kind of custom rugs that you talked about. One thing I. I don't think I've ever seen, but I wonder if people do that. For example, like if you, if someone asks you to get a custom rug made for their living room, but they want a hole in the middle for where the coffee table would sit. Have you ever seen rugs with like holes in them in, in the center? Yeah. Like, yeah? No, yeah, 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 for sure. That would be kind of cool. It is a thing. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, 
I have two friends back in Buenos Aires that they're also rug makers and um, they're textile designers. Mm -hmm. And they did this really, really beautiful rug with a hole in the middle. And mm -hmm. that was meant to put uh, like a planter, you know? Wow. I love it. That's so, and that's they, so, yeah. They, yeah. Sorry. It's so simple, but so creative. Yeah. I, I, I fell in love with that the moment I saw it. And I was like, girls, you did an amazing job. <laughs> so cool. And then, like, uh, yeah, but it makes it feel like it belongs in a space, right? I think that's the difference between, so, like, between like bringing For in sure. a chair versus building and like building a shelf into the wall. It, in some ways, it feels like it, it yeah. truly was, yeah, custom made for that. Like oh, so integrating. Cool. Yeah, you have, yeah. A, you, have a, you have an exciting field of work. I think you, you could do so much with it. It's real cool. Mm. Yeah, like I'm daydreaming about like, you know, making like a, I don't know, a bench or a stool and like cover it with, you know, like textile and a fluffy yeah. rug and something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like your thinking. I think it's going to be cool. That's why I was asking about kind of your dream goal. I mean, it sounds like it's in process, but I'm just curious to see where you could take it or um are you at all considering other mediums or because actually first let's uh, how do what made you specifically land on textile art and rugs in the first place honestly um instagram google <laughs> yeah I, i'm not beating around the bush yeah i was uh <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I felt like my my journey with the you know the restaurant business was like winding down and I started to make things that would make me happy and that was sewing like I was mm. you know making clothes and tote bags and stuff for my house in that process where I was trying to you know figure out what my next move would be Mm -hmm. And processing the fact that, you know, you can be 27 or 28 and change years and change careers if that's what you need to do, yeah. <laughs> which I did. And I found this amazing technique and I just went for it. Pretty much that, you know, <laughs> rash decision <laughs> where I was like, this is appealing to me. I see the potential uh, it seems like something that I would enjoy doing and that would like, you know, touch a lot of the things that I, I think I might be, you know, good at or enjoy doing. And I just went for it. I, I saw the, the appeal, at least for me, right? Because yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. What, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I saw that maybe that was a good opportunity for me to explore a little bit and do something around textiles, which is something that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And it kind of worked out, you know? <laughs> it certainly did. But do you, is there anything else you're curious about or do you see yourself following textiles and then it's a collaboration. So it uh, kind of have you poke, uh, poke your head into different uh, types of art? I think I'm sticking with textiles for now, but I'm mm -hmm. definitely a curious person. And everything involving, <clears throat> I'm sorry, everything involving like using my hands and exploring, you know, different mediums. It seems mm -hmm. like something that I might be, you know, maybe in the future would like to venture out in some other medium. But for now, I'm happy with what I'm doing, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, how much happier are you now versus when you worked in the restaurant industry? so much so much happier <laughs> <laughs> uh 
uh, I'm trying to, you know, look for more um, sophisticated words, but, you know, my English is not my first language. <laughs> I'm so much happier, honestly. And, and in this process of, you know, trying to change careers, um, it was also something that, you know, I discussed with my husband and asked like a family, you know, mm -hmm. um, your job is a very important part of your life, but it's not the only part of your life. So we wanted to build our life around, uh, you know, a healthy and balanced lifestyle. And mm -hmm. in this process of being a freelancer, that was a very important part of our decision. You know, he also went freelance and it was a joint decision and he's very supportive of my work and what I'm doing. And, you know, definitely I am supportive of his, but he's maybe like more established. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he trusted me and, you know, it's been, it's been really challenging, but also um, a very exciting shift in a personal, you know, growth just for, for myself, um, you know, being brave, if mm -hmm. that's the word, and yeah. like diving in, <laughs> in this new venture. Um, you know, I, I wasn't like an unhappy person. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I like, you know, <laughs> I like to look back and see what I've done. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have any regrets or anything. Um, but I'm definitely happy with the change that I did for sure. That's awesome. And there's got to be uh, a lot of lessons you took into it. It also, you know, with these kind of uh, changes in life, it always makes you Uh, well, you'd never know how it would be different, but I think the interesting part about changing directions once you had enough experience and once you know how to learn, because to me, that's such an important skill that generally, you know, sometimes school may teach people is that how to teach yourself because, you know, it's rarely that a school will give you everything and often you need to get that yourself. So mm -hmm. it's it's cool. Uh, there must be a, a, a powerful approach that you have to how you learn and create and the work ethics that you have now, all things, because you know, all the things you went through prior to getting to textile design, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I, I try to use whatever I learned and whatever, you know, I need to learn. I try to go ahead and do it, you know, ask for help if needed. And like you said, um, one thing is to study something, but then, And, and everything that comes, you know, related to your academic life. But then when you go and do it, you know, there's a lot of things that school doesn't teach you or your teachers, yeah. they don't show you, or maybe you're not aware of and you haven't absorbed that. Mm -hmm. um, but in that challenge, I, I, I see, you know, that, um, that potential, you know, and growth. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what surprised you the most about making rugs? In what sense? Uh, or is there like any? <laughs> or I'm just curious if there was anything unexpected or once you got into it, you found out, you know, was a um, was it different to how you imagined this uh, this uh, endeavor to be? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing, you know, of me approaching to this type of uh, design was through a screen, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually understanding everything that entails like you know the frame the machine the materials uh the actual like technical side 
um at first everything was so you know foreign to me mm. um even though i ha- i had worked with yarn before you know as a hobby <laughs> this mm. is a completely different you know set and um at first i was just like completely in awe with what I could do with this machine and like just the potential of it I was like Mm -hmm. oh my god I can do so many things and you know different shapes um it's also cool to to interact with the materials and see how you know maybe it sounds like silly but you know when you're drawing you're applying the pressure that you want you know if you're using a pencil and you can modulate the line and so on and so forth and seeing how the yarn um, reacts to, you know, the cutting and the, the tufting itself, you see how the yarn like becomes alive some, some sort of way. Like yeah, yeah. you're working with this resolution that the machine is um, imposing on, you know, mm-hmm. and actually trying to navigate that is also pretty cool. You know, transforming a digital piece to a tangible object in, in like in that process you learn so much mm-hmm. and I, I still learn about that like every rug that I make is like oh my god I should have done this or that and you know mm-hmm. learning the ins and outs not only of the machine but also like how the, the material reacts is um, something that I keep um, sometimes like marveling about it does seem very exciting, almost magical in a way. Yeah, I, I guess in general, anytime you make something digital into physical object, there's something about the, yeah, it, I mean, from as an outsider, uh, seeing your process shots and stuff, like it, 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 it seems very exciting. And maybe it, it, because it is something tangible and usable. And then the way the light plays with the yarn, yeah, there's, it, it, it's cool what it ends up being in the end and how it comes together. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And also like, working with different uh, heights of mm-hmm. the yarn itself like you had mentioned like the rug that we did with Agate the flower mm-hmm. um that was also like a fun part of the process where we were discussing like okay if we want to elevate this section or the other one like what's the um, like what's the reaction that you're looking for like a final result what what it is that you're looking for like the effect is it like the leaf is it the, the petals and in that discussion you know it it just lets you to show the the amount of different like iterations that you can play with Mm -hmm. Uh, what what gives it height is it how you cut it or is it the machine and the amount of yarn it releases it's actually the needle in the machine um Mm -hmm. to put it like simple i usually say the machine that i use is like a drill instead (laughs) of having the the bit you know you have a needle So the, the length of the needle w- will determine the length of the, um, of the yarn itself. Mm, that's cool. So uh, yeah, just like playing with different needles in the, in the machine that it's letting you create like different um, file heights. Mm-hmm. And so that when you, you want to change height, you're changing needles or you're adjusting how yes. far it, it, oh, it, interesting. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> it, it's these, pretty these fun, tools. you know? Yeah, it seems fun. <laughs> And, you know, I'm also, like, learning so much about, like, tools and how to maintain, you know, like, oiling machines and using <laughs> air compressors, you know. I I learned so much and I keep learning. I have so many calls with uh, <laughs> my father-in-law and my brother. 
they sometimes help me, you know, like just figure out technical things that, you know, I sometimes don't know how to solve, but it's yeah, also yeah. a pretty fun part of the process too. Yeah. You got a lot of mechanics to deal with on top of the art side. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's great. You get to do both and you, you get to, because you're on your feet when you're working, probably get a bit of a workout as well. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I try to. <laughs> I try to organize my day and like, okay, how many hours am I testing? Uh, how many hours am I in the computer? And also the importance of, you know, staying healthy and working out has been so, so big now that I'm working with my, my body as well, yeah. you know? Uh, so that's another thing that, you know, it's interesting to, to chat about how, how healthy you are. And <laughs> <laughs> It's something that a lot of artists don't think about, especially if you're, I mean, everyone should, but if you're sitting down, I guess it's a, you may not be aware of how much your body needs it. Well, or like how um, your level of fitness, if you're not moving around. <laughs> For sure. And I, and I have like both. <laughs> I'm testing and I'm like reaching up and like using my body and et cetera. And then I'm like sitting down and drawing. So it is definitely uh, important to keep that in mind. <laughs> I think it's a gift. It's like the same thing I experienced when I uh, was doing murals. It was uh, you realize the the hard work it is, especially like climbing ladders hundred times a day. You go back home and you're just if you feel like you did a ton of squats and <laughs> it's fun. It's it's so much. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's great. I, I'm uh, anytime I, I get to do that, I'm pretty happy because it. I don't know, getting to move instead of sitting seems like a, a nice bonus on top of making the artwork. For sure. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to stay active. That's mm -hmm. really important. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, and this is, I'm, I'm generally curious about artists who do want to scale up, scale up their practice. And mm -hmm. so generally, it seems like there's the, there's, you know, if you want to have a more comfortable life and with your experience, you either get to charge more in order to have a sustainable living Or mm -hmm. at a certain point, you need to hire people to help you along with the process so you can produce more, right? As in, if, if you start getting too many orders, you have a, you know, there's some decisions to make. Are you starting to decline work? Are you starting to li line it up? Or do you get people who can help you with the process? Uh, where do you see yourself going? That's a really good question. It's something that I have like in the back of my mind, like, okay, you know, this is a one woman operation. I yeah. do everything by myself. <laughs> so, you know, I, I always try to, you know, be as organized as possible, you know, keep up with the schedule with the deadlines. And as of now, I am trying to to say yes to everything, you know, that I feel that, you know, it's a good opportunity. And also, if it's not really a great opportunity, but it's, you know, helping me pay with the bills, that's great. Mm -hmm. You know, let's move <laughs> forward. Um, in the future, I would love to, you know, it's that balance between what's bringing me, um, you know, recognition and what I'm putting out there that it's appealing to others and that's bringing me work and also how I'm sustaining the business and maybe, what's interesting for me is to work on that percentage, you know, of like mm -hmm. great work, great budget, not so great work, but really great budget. And that's keeping me going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately in the future, I'd love to be able to be more, um, to be able to choose um, and have even more control of what I'm doing 
and maybe having less projects but that are more impactful or like are bigger in that mm -hmm. sense um so yeah that's definitely something that i have in mind and i know that if everything goes well in the future i will be able to have more of that balance uh, like work that out in in a better way for me but do you ever see yourself like having staff like people who help you set up the you know your, your mm -hmm. workstation the canvas or people who uh, or do you prefer to do it all yourself maybe that would be nice to have like an <laughs> assistant <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. studio. Yeah. yeah i mean that that would be nice maybe like in in make a list of the things that i don't mind doing and others that i wouldn't mind you know delegating to others um yeah. i would very much like to do like the core of everything um because i feel that very like close to my heart you know it's like it's my business it's what i'm doing and what i enjoy to do but you know maybe an assistant in the future wouldn't be <laughs> a bad thing make your life easier you know a little yeah for yeah. sure that that will be that will be really nice <laughs> well how you guys in. oh yeah. for sure like when you're making murals you know if it's a huge mural and it's a <laughs> massive endeavor, of course, you know, it let's helps. bring some, <laughs> some people in <laughs> if you can, you know? For sure. Yeah. More than a couple. There's, yeah. Oh, they, man. It could be a win-win, especially if someone is apprenticing. I think there's definitely ways to make it uh, beneficial for both. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, do you pay attention at all to the current contemporary art movements? And it, it, do you feel like you're a part of it? Well, um, <laughs> I, I feel like I am, you know, starting and I try to do things that are, you know, of my taste of what I like to do, I look for references. I am aware of things that are like around me. Um, I do follow, you know, textile artists and graphic designers and illustrators and lots of other makers, you know. I feel like mm -hmm. there's a very big group of people that are, you know, bringing handmade uh, objects back, you know, in, yeah. in vogue right now. And that's something that I'm very much aware of. Um, I, you know, I don't consider myself as like a, uh, like an important artist in the industry because <laughs> I don't feel like that's really something that I can, you know, <laughs> say of my practice right now. Um, but it's, you know, I do try to, to keep up with what's, um, relevant right now and what are the art currents and etc but you know i wouldn't say that i'm uh, i don't know calling all the shots in the art <laughs> industry or the art world <laughs> but do you feel part of it though is there a community uh, you feel like you belong to there is yeah there is a community that i feel i i belong to there are other textile um designers and um, rug makers and tufters that I get along with that I rely on that we share experiences and there's a really nice group of people that I really trust and you know it's something that I value and understand the importance of um, 
exchanging experiences and learning from people that are doing what you're doing or that are doing something better than what you're doing and you're like yeah. looking up to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're not alone in the world. So it's nice to have uh, colleagues, you know, and people to trust out there. Yeah, that, that certainly, um, especially these days, finding those communities is pretty big. Yeah. Although yeah, still, it's really important. Yeah, it may feel like uh, easy making work in a vacuum. I think what I like about what you make is that there is always a... Um, there's always a client in mind in some ways uh, mm -hmm. because of the application. I think that's really useful. I, uh, I've gotten myself many times into a, uh, I guess into a rut or a habit of making work for the sake of making work. And I don't think it, it depends on your voice and your taste. Sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not. And I think there's some sort of, I, I find that there's, there's some value in, into considering where the piece is going because otherwise you know what happens is just like the piece just sits in storage and and then nothing happens where i think if you're in some ways considerate of the application of the piece and in your in your uh, practice it's inevitable um i think it makes for a more relevant work maybe it's something that mm -hmm. uh, it's considered right where for sure uh, yeah it has to live yeah. somewhere mm -hmm. it has to be functional it has to hit you know a few attributes that you know at least i think are important you know like um it has to be useful you know mm -hmm. ultimately yeah. it's going to live somewhere you know it has to be of good quality it has to serve its purpose and also you know if it has a illustration or a design that is appealing to others and it works amazing yeah. <laughs> totally yeah I, i definitely got something uh to to learn there uh, is there um i was curious about the your work do you find apart from creating the work itself do you find mm -hmm. ways of getting yourself to practice and improve is there you know like what does your in your what does studying look like to you to be a better textile designer oh for sure i try to you know do everything i use an ipad or Sometimes I'm like opening up Photoshop with my Wacom and I'm trying to, you know, hone in that. I mm. sometimes do paper collage. I take photographs and off of that photograph, I try to find inspiration. And it's very much centered in my design process because um, mm. I feel like that's where I'm, um, I need to like put up almost all of my effort now. Uh, of course, sometimes I, you know, use my time for like uh, sourcing different materials and trying out different materials and see how those interact with the machine. And um, there's always a few ways um, on the technical side that I can improve. Mm -hmm. And that's actually pretty fun as well. Um, you know, you're, you're relying on this machine and if you don't know how to use it, then you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's also, of course, an important part of the process of the process, but um Yeah, like trying to trying to be a better designer. I know that it takes time. It takes patience. And, you know, I read a lot. Uh, I'm not always trying to draw and improve, you know, <laughs> my skills. And, yeah. um, and reading this really um, easy and interesting, very easy to read book called Art and Fear. Oh, yeah. And 
you read it yeah 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 it's interesting it's a, <laughs> even though it's quite i mean it's it's not the most recent book but it's got a lot of really no. good pointers right yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's uh sometimes you know i, I go back to it and it, it always you know gives me a few pointers or like tips or ideas that i need to like work on and you know just try to try to be patient with myself i feel like yeah. that's very key because you're, you're by yourself so you're always trying to be better yeah. and you know it's, it's good that, to be hard on yourself maybe not too hard <laughs> but you know finding that balance that ultimately will will you know make you improve and just make make stuff make stuff happen and it's such a challenge yeah. I, I i think all, i think the reason why the book works is because pretty much you know maybe 99.9 percent .9 of artists all do the same thing and uh, being hard on yourself and uh, working alone like in the doubt it's so it's interesting how it's just universal and it's inescapable and it doesn't <laughs> it really <is. laughs> leave you know it doesn't disappear no matter what it's a yeah, it requires constant attention and honing it's 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 stuff i i can relate and yeah it just feels like <laughs> always something got to keep in check you know it's like you're not alone <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah. all of those like silly fears that maybe you know you have a certain point you you're not the only person like dealing with that and it's yeah. not really you know the end of the world just you know if you're not happy with that painting that you did yesterday you know learn from it and that's going to bring you to like a better version of it and at, at one point in the book it says like if you stop doing shit then nothing's going to happen you know, in a more poetic and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> PG 13, 13 version of it, but that's, pretty much that's right. like that's the idea, right? Mm -hmm. Just, just make things. What do you, you'll, you'll get better eventually. Mm, yeah, just slow and steady. It's hard to want it all too quick because it's all around us. Um, you know the signs of that, but it's a uh, cliche for a reason uh what's your what's the best way that you get yourself motivated um i think that the best way for me is looking back at my mistakes and trying to say okay i need to learn from this and i need to avoid falling in that same hole again yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty much like trial and error um mm -hmm. but i also like being being around like other designers and friends that are making really cool stuff um that's also really motivating you know of course with the pandemic now it's a little bit harder but you know trying to trying to see that other people are staying active and you know making good things then that's also like a really good push um for me to just want to keep going yeah well said. <laughs> Something you, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's it's true. Something you mentioned earlier is that um, I think in the beginning you're saying how as you continue working, you're gonna take on more projects that feel meaningful and impactful to you, and you know less projects that are just kind of you know the job to pay the bills. What do those mm -hmm. what are, what do those projects in your head look like that are meaningful to you or have an impact? Uh, if you can explain it, um, like whether through kind of I don't know, visuals, um, explanation of visuals or words, what does that look like to you? 
that's a really great question. Um, ultimately, I feel like what is going to bring me the most joy is seeing like how my work keeps evolving and I keep um, just trying to do whatever is from my heart. I know it sounds like Disney movie and I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, making my own designs and honing in on that skill and getting into that place of like more confidence and more, I, I guess it just like happens to, to be like self accomplishment. Is that mm -hmm. the word? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's something that brings me like a bigger challenge, you know, like working in a small uh, scale is one thing, but then working on a bigger scale is another thing and trying to push myself into more uncomfortable um like environments hmm. does subject matter yeah, yeah um does subject matter have anything to do with this like a part of this um part of this thing about building the projects that you want is there a specific mm -hmm. subject matter that is something that you feel personal to you or is subject matter secondary to this growing that you're talking about that's a really deep question. I like it. Um, <laughs> as of now, what I'm doing is, you know, I'm trying to keeping it simple in the sense that, you know, as I'm trying to establish myself as a designer, uh, I don't really feel comfortable in touching maybe more um, deep and intricate subject matters. Uh, but I feel that maybe with time I would be able to dive in 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 other you know like um concepts maybe mm -hmm. yeah excited to see that that'll be good yeah and then just um, <laughs> I'm trying to be like very <laughs> you're being subtle <laughs> but it's okay with what yeah, yeah. yeah like you know what I can do now um is what I'm you know I'm trying to build and maybe in the future i i will have more you know skills and tools to to elevate my my practice into mm -hmm. another you know sounds like you're very tactical about the way you approach your um education so uh, i don't know sounds like you're doing it all right uh, it's great to hear how uh, you're thoughtful about the process i um it's challenging right i, I think to, to find a straightforward path and especially being so uh, patient with taking it step by step. So you're just doing all the things right, at least from, I don't know what it looks like to me. <laughs> um, yeah. That that really mean, means a lot coming from you, you know, like I know, I know like what, well, I try to be honest with like, you know, like what I know, what I don't know. And I'm not trying to sell you something that I'm not, you know, <laughs> I feel that's honest. very, that's very important for me as a person, you know, like being, being honest with, well, at least in general, right? Like in life, um, mm -hmm. to stay true to yourself. Like I wouldn't be able to portray or like project something that I cannot really like, um, I'm, a, I'm looking for the English word, like, uh, defend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, the reason I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm admiring this uh, this approach is because sometimes I feel like the way I approach learning is, um, it's not, sometimes it doesn't feel like as tactical and I, I know in the past I had trouble. So uh, I think hearing you put 
put it in towards of how you are allowing yourself to grow and the patience of uh, growing. It's um, I think that, that not only it's hard to learn, but it's also like to implement anyway. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great for me to hear how you're doing and hopefully for others as well, just because, you know, there's good ways to learn and there's bad ones. And I've, I've done both. <laughs> well, well, I, I appreciate you. I honestly, like, I really enjoy talking with uh, people like yourself, you know, you have a great trajectory and you're so good at what you do that I'm humbled and I'm happy to know that, you know, you feel like I'm maybe doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> doing a lot of things right now that's cool but I think you know how like art doesn't discriminate in in many ways and because what is art is so flexible at the same time I think um yeah there's just so many different ways to arrive at it there's so many ways to create something um I think for that reason it's very important to keep our eyes open on what people are doing so uh it, that's why to me like I was saying in the beginning is just because you've been doing this for you know over two years that that doesn't uh it you know feels like you've been doing it for more but not just that it's so much of your approach is regardless of how long you've been doing it because so much of it happens in like personality and growth and like how in your head your approach how work um uh, I know that's, that's the challenge for sure it's not easy it's hard I, no. I, I'm, I'm happy how you're like looking at it and like doing that <laughs> <laughs> personal like appreciation that that's amazing patience uh, is I, not easy i know it i it's I, not I, easy no, it's very <laughs> difficult i i you know i've been trying to learn some 3d software myself recently and it's and, and yeah, it's not easy <laughs> but if you you know if you're happy doing it and you see the potential and you see that you're you're building something right like yeah yeah i i'm getting better at knowing what makes me what makes me happy but it's still you know, I'm still not there. I, th that's an ongoing process for me to try oh, to definitely. figure out. Yeah. You're, you're you doing some great things. So <laughs> I, I feel Thanks. like you're doing a lot of things right. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I just need to make sure I'm patient. So that's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm leaving some time because, yeah, in my case, it's like, it's, it's a full-time job plus the personal pursuits. Uh, and the balance is uh, ever fleeting. It, it's a lot, you know, like I, I, I'm <laughs> so appreciative of the chance that I have to make this my full-time job, you know, like it, mm -hmm. it's, it's very challenging. I do have the support of my partner and, you know, this feels like, even though it's like my endeavor, it's like a team effort in so many other ways. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to, to, to be able to do this, you know, um, full time, which is, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a lot to, to be able to do that. So I don't take incredible. that lightly. <laughs> Good. But I think both ways are difficult, right? But in fact, I think what you are doing and jumping solo into your pursuit, I think it's especially difficult, especially in the beginning. So it's, uh, again, uh, yeah, admirable. So I'm excited to continue. Oh, it's, seeing... it's not. It's not too bad, though. Thank you. Just, and yeah, we're, we're we're pushing through, and you know, money is coming in, and I'm being able to like slowly but surely, you know, like make my way into this whole thing. So good. I I feel like you know if I keep keep doing this, I well, hopefully, I will be able to you know grow my pack my practice, get better commissions. 
uh, be, I don't know, have more money <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I'm uh, Freelance excited to life, keep... you know? That's right. It has yeah, its but... ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all. I did a bit and I, I can certainly relate. Um, we're getting close to wrapping it up. I'm going to ask generally, I kind of the question I like to ask at the end um, is... Uh, what kind of advice do you wish you got before you started on this journey? And, you know, this being the textile design journey, what do you wish you, mm-hmm. someone told you? Um, I think like be less um, fearful, right? Like if you have this urge inside of you and you want to pursue something, do it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I, it took me a long time to, to dive in into this this whole thing and um I think I just wish that I had more time and it's never too late because of course like I'm doing it and I'm happy doing it and I'm seeing the slowly you know results like good (laughs) feedback and some exposure um but yeah like trust yourself you know like I know it sounds like again like a Disney movie um but it's not it's not so hard like if you organize yourself um, and if you have a good um, like support system and you try to make a plan, you know, of course, planning is not everything. Um, then, you know, life happens, things happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's not too difficult. Um, I guess like you keep saying it's like a Disney movie, but it's cliche because it's true. You know, some of these things are true, <laughs> truisms, right? It's, it, it is it's there just is some that. truth. Yeah, behind yeah. it. It just sounds like a cliche, like you yeah. said, but you know, it's it's not. It, it has it has its truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and speaking with me. I'd love to. You know, I'm gonna keep paying attention to your progress and development. Uh, it's very good, and I hope uh, you know after the pandemic and we can all meet up one day. Uh, oh man, of course, I would love to. We we just have the first uh, dose of the vaccine and we're going to have oh, the nice. second one in a few weeks. So we are counting the days. Yeah, we love to. Ahead of yeah. us. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In some ways. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one day, I hope if you ever, um, yeah, if you ever visit Vancouver, we got a spare bedroom. So one day it'll be great to meet up. Oh, we would love to. We would love to uh, have a small reunion. It would be lovely. (laughs) That's right. Uh, How can people, uh, where can people find your work? Where should they go? Yes. Um, On Instagram, uh, my handle is my name and my last name, Macarena Lucy. And then um, my website, macarenaluzi.com. You can email me um, and I will be sure to get back to you ASAP. <laughs> That's right. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, do check out her work. It's um, it's, it's going to make you happy. And, and if you I bring it to your home, I can uh, assure or I can attest through my experience that definitely makes you happy. So it's uh, uh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> you're the best. Thank you so much for your time and for your good energy. It's uh, lovely, lovely talking with you, really. Uh, likewise, I, I think you got to, I can sense your incredible energy as well. So let's definitely keep in touch. So thanks again to Macarena and uh, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Creative Theory Podcast, um, most of the updates I, uh, are posted on Instagram and sometimes Facebook. So check it out. If you know someone, uh, if you're an artist, we should speak to, give me a shout. 
and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Otherwise, thanks for listening and uh, have a good one. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.